Yes. And 17, you have – if you aim at the middle of the green, I'm going to give you maybe a 30% chance if, you know, normal shot, but you're going to be so nervous, I'd, I'd probably bring it down to around 10. You're going to have to get lucky. Okay. All right. So yeah. we're, we're going to film it, obviously. We're going to film it, and uh, I'm going to get Will to send you send you the clip. No We'll be back chapter four this is four yep yeah, it's this four. Is four this is four chapter four nice drive nice five watch road watch road nice drive nice five we got all three of the boys in here um here in a little bit we're gonna have lonto griffin pga professional baller striper Driver, Driver. Lord Lonto. I've seen that Flusher. name somewhere out there. So yeah, we're gonna have him. What uh, what you boys been up to? I we all three played golf this past weekend, not together, but we did play. Um, yep. Will played a lot better than us than me and Brent. Yep. Uh, yeah, and 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 by the way, I wanted to. We're naming this episode One Point Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just for the listeners. That's what this episode will call. Last one was pink nitro. What? what pink, pink what? Nitro. Pink nitro. This one yeah. is one point Gryffindor to our to our Lord and Savior uh, Lonto Griffin. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's. Just, I mean, I mean, let, how? Okay, Will, tell the people what did you shoot this past weekend? We'll go ahead and get the the awesome stuff out of the way. Um, oh, wait, I first, had, first, uh, don't, don't you want to shout someone out real quick? Oh, yeah, Sub 70 Golf, Sub 70 Golf. Jason at Sub 70 Golf, the founder and CEO, he is uh, on my ball cap. This is just audio, but is on my hat right now. Um, Jason has been great to me. He has been um, more than accommodating. He sent me some apparel. He has talked to my uh, a friend of mine who I teach his son. So uh, I think a new unofficial sponsor is Sub 70 Golf. Check them out. It is uh, straight to consumer golf clubs. Uh, great apparel, great equipment, affordable, good stuff. Shout out, Jason, and thank you so much. And, uh, and I think CBD Store will be coming in the future as well. They reached out to me. And, uh, and, and thank you, Jason, so much. You're the man. And let's keep rolling, Jason and Brent. All right. Tell uh, we um, I need to get me a sub seventy shirt, but I don't wear schmedium like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The mediums actually fit like small, so it was definitely yeah. schmedium. Yeah, so I need I need, um, a, I need a man size. But anyway, yeah, you're a big boy. You're a big boy. Same here. If sub seventies listen, um, I wear a size uh, uh, the pro six ninety nine irons with a stiff <laughs> shaft. <laughs> we need to get it more dialed than that dog we need to know the brand we need to know everything but no 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 they yeah. man they're they're a great company i've looked at their clubs and and uh they're, they're fantastic and i can't wait to get a little demo set from him and he said he's gonna send me some and uh, i'll be able to give him a better uh a better um i've hit some man they're, they, they feel are. great they feel yeah. great they're beautiful yeah. golf clubs so, so i think brent, brent you mentioned them to me didn't you Did, yep Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're you're in the search, and uh, they're they're a great golf club. They they kind of look like a ping. I don't I don't want I don't want to uh, compare two brands, but 
but but if if you can imagine a golf club, I would say it kind of looks like a ping, but they uh they they're just very very pure looking they uh have that kind of matte finish they're they're a beautiful golf club and uh and and i'm really really excited to try them out and i'm even more excited because i wear their hoodie to sleep every night because i keep my camper at about 66 degrees oh sweet i'm actually a big fan of that big fan of that so uh you shot a 59 this weekend i did at the nine holer yep okay Pretty good. That's not the fit first fifty nine yeah. you've shot, so that's no. cool. No. Yeah, and I shot a fifty eight out there about uh, six months ago, and that was after missing the cut by uh, one or two or something like that. After not being able to put it in the dang ocean, um, I missed four uh, five footers in my last five holes. I stared at myself in the mirror while chugging Modelo Especiales. Um, <laughs> that that helped a little bit. The next morning, uh, the pain was worse, um, but then I drove straight to Alabama, and I shot 14 under with one bogey. Jeez. Uh, but anyways, this weekend, I made 13 birdies and no bogeys. I had an eagle on my first hole because we started on a drivable par, drivable par four, knocked it up to about 30 feet, canned it. And you know how many 30-footers I made on the Corn Ferry Tour this year? A zero. Will, I need you <laughs> – I know you're busy. We're all three busy. I need to get you down here to Valdosta at some point. I want you to play, not Kinderloo. We've, we've seen what you can do there. I want you to play one of these local courses that, like, I play all the time or that Brent plays all the time and see what you can shoot. You'll probably shoot the course record. Well, you never know. You never know what Will's what Will is going to show up. Um, Will could show up, and his putting stroke could do a figure eight. Um, it could be straight back, straight through. I might open up that face. You, you just don't know what Will's going to show up. I, I'm good for you know. I can if 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 they if they gave you four rounds, and then uh, if they let you play all four rounds, it'd be two nice rounds one horrendous one and then one mediocre one so yeah. i used to be able to put four together because i'd have one crappy one in the first first 36 turn it into a one under basically i was good at turning a 75 into a, uh, a one under and then then i'd start to play well but anyhow um i digress um yeah. i would love to come play down there i've only played one course in valdosta that being kinderloo so i'd love to come play also on course Maybe we can do it when I come down there on our epic September 30th trip to TPC Sawgrass, baby. Yeah, cannot wait. Yeah, so I was uh, I was talking to uh, to Jr. at Francis late the other day, um, and he said that uh, when you're down, he said if uh, if we want to come play at Francis Lake, he said the rounds on him. So the guy that owns the place awesome. is pretty awesome. Uh, free, he was three ninety nine is a is a is a great price. Yeah, he was the one that I was telling you that his college roommate was Bones. Yeah, yeah, he's a Columbus State. Yeah. He's a Columbus yeah. State alumnus. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Charlie so, Whittington. I think Charlie Charlie was also Bones' roommate, so maybe it was the same year, maybe it wasn't, I'm not sure. But um, uh, shout out Charlie Whittington, good friend of mine, great guy, Ben Carr, uh, who I think will be our next guest. Uh, actually, it's going to go Rybo, Ryan Pacino, who's been a uh, – a, a caddy at the ocean course in Kiowa for uh, 23 years now. That and makes then me we're jealous. Ben Park. Yeah. That place is so gorgeous. Right. It's so pretty. I haven't seen it in person, but man, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see that. So soonish. Uh, 
Not before we get into we we've got Lanto Griffin coming in about twenty minutes. Before we get into Brent's uh, exciting, the guy I think the guy almost got into a fight this weekend on the golf course. Uh, I let and, me and, t- and it's and it's pronounced Lanto. Lanto. I'm sorry to correct you. Lanto. He might he might jump through the phone at you. Yeah, I thought I said Lanto. I've been telling people Lanto all week, so that's my bad. Um, yeah, yeah. I called him Lanto for three years, and he got steadily more and more frustrated. So, not to—it's no big deal. Hold your applause. It's—it's yeah. it's not to—not really, to toot your own horn. Not—not not to humble brag. I—I I, I broke a hundo this weekend. That's a big deal, my man. Um, my man. The thing, dude. I, I broke a hundred, but I was aggravated because I tripled both par fives. Brent, you know the par fives I'm talking about at Circle Stone. Oh yeah. Um, Are there? Is there water? What happened? Well, okay. So no. The first part. Well, the first. <laughs> well, the first par five. There's water right by the right by the tee box. Like if you top it don't, and it yeah, goes thirty me, foot. Don't, don't tell me you topped it in the water. Yeah, no, 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 no. The first par five. Um, Hit a drive, sliced it, but Circle Stone's wide open. Three wood, good shot. I, I effed up around the green on that one. Uh, the second par five, which is hole nine, hit a beautiful drive. Absolutely gorgeous. Would make love to this drive. So I hit the drive straight down the pipe. And I'm like, you know what? Little three wood action. I'm about to. I'm about. To, I'm about to be on the green, or damn near, damn near on the green in two. Here we go, three wood. Pull the three yeah. wood out. Freaking top it. 10 feet. 10 feet. Pissed. Maybe 10 yards. I was so. That means that hit the middle of the golf club. I was so pissed off. And then I, I went back, hit it again with my three wood, and it got down there and then chipped it over the green. Uh, anyway, anyway, but still, regardless, I had fun. And, uh, yeah, a crisp 98 should have been better. Is that your first time breaking 100? Well, to be honest with you, every time I play golf, it's always doubles. Like, my friend group, they always want to play doubles for some for some reason. It's just doubles or nothing. Max so that, dub? Yeah, so yeah. that was my first time legitimately playing a whole 18 singles. Wow. I've, I've, played, okay. nine, I've played nine singles by myself a lot, just yeah. going out there doing a quickie. But, I mean, every time I play golf, it's always with some, like, with a specific friend group, and they always want to play doubles. So, I'm like, all right, I'm the worst one. Let's play doubles. Doubles means a scramble? Like a scramble. Scramble, scramble. yeah, scramble. Okay. So. Yeah, not tennis doubles. No, 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 no. You know, you got Yeah, y'all know what I mean. But it was legit, like, it should have been better, but it was fun. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play in Miami, going to Miami, leaving – Friday morning at 4:30 a.m. heading to Miami. Yeah, playing, playing pan, Plantation Preserve. Nice host Q school second stage. The dreams are dreams are realized and dreams are crushed there. So you get to play a course where, I mean, that that the the amount of emotion that flows out there. Um, you got to understand the course that you're going to play. Is where it goes down. Yeah, of course, is a fucking battlefield. There's 
there's like ghosts on that course. <laughs> a lot of tears yeah. on that course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, yeah. Lot Trail of, of lot tears. Of dead, dead golf souls have been have been left on there. Yeah. A lot, lot, a lot of history on that golf course. I was told that there was zero shade and to bring uh, sunscreen. I recommend sunscreen unless you continue to grow that beard out, and then you know, you know that that could help that. But please put it on the top of your ears, please. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a I'm a tan and, and guy. Right, right here below the below, below the ear. Yeah, I'm a tan guy, so I, I don't I don't yeah. burn a whole lot, but that Miami sun is different. So I yeah, yeah. I'll bring it. Yeah, you got you got a little Native American in you. Did you get lucky? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I well, got. I think we've got a little like a little white trash plus like a little. What do you say, Brent? We got we got some white trash in us, and then oh yeah some <laughs> so yeah. maybe a little native american maybe yeah i don't i don't know yeah, some irish or something maybe I don't know. yeah lucky oh i'm yeah. irish english and welsh so i welsh so welsh <laughs> wish um wish. i am uh i'm basically screwed i've had seven things surgically removed and uh i'm basically a human pincushion. <laughs> nice mm-hmm. very nice mm-hmm. Well, uh, I played in the club championship this weekend. Yeah. Um, after the first day, I was um, <clears throat> I was pretty proud of myself. Uh, you know, being that I'm, I still consider myself a very new golfer, playing a year and a half. What um, flight were you in? Third flight. Okay. Um, so after the first day, I was tied for second. <clears throat> and you fired a. <clears throat> I was uh I was five stroke shot at eighty seven. All right. Nothing I wrong with that. The um the leader was an eighty two. Uh but the dude is probably uh six inches taller than I am, big old boy, and he kills the ball. And What's he's been playing height? for a What's long time. What's your height, Brent? We have I'm like I'm like five eleven. Lord so have mercy. Not, so this, yeah. this is a big boy. Yeah, he's a big old boy. Um, so I played pretty decent. I had a double on the front, double on the back. Everything else was basically just silly mistakes. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know, some yeah. bogeys. Um, second day, um, you know, I was just, I was just going to show up, do the same thing that I'd done on the first day. You know what I mean? Play smart golf. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and be consistent. Yep, yeah. Play your sa- game. Saturday, I, I pulled my driver like three times. Ten off of my three wood, hitting fairways. You know what I mean. Um, and you didn't stick your game plan. Is that where you're getting at? No, no, I did, I did. Okay, um, but okay. Um, starting on probably the fourth hole, the uh, the the group in front of us. So everybody was paired in fours. Um, the group in front of us was, of course, the group that shot worse than us the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the day before. Um, you know, they, I guess, started pre-gaming. They were basically almost drunk before we teed off. Yeah. Um, hole four. Standard. Standard. Yeah. Hole four. Uh, we started waiting. Um, you know, it wasn't horrible on the front. Um, I shot like a, I think a 44 on the front. Respectable. And, um, yeah. So we got to the back. All right. By the time we were we were waiting to hit our second shot on twelve, yeah, they were getting off the green, 
you know, are going, you know, driving in the carts around the green to 13. And the next hole in the, the, the next group in front of them was finishing 16 going to 17. Oh, Lord. So they were four holes behind the next group. We were waiting like 15 to 20 minutes before every shot. And I was just getting more and more pissed by the minute. Just um, frazzled. You, you let the yeah. game get to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I have to be able to get in a rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't. Yeah. You, you either got to meditate and do your breathing, five in, four out. You got to, yeah. I mean, that it's brutal. I, I feel you. Yeah, so um, so we were 14 ends, the holes going one way, 15 starts going back the way you came. So when we were, we were getting right there close to them, you know, and I just kind of walked over them and I was like, hey, um, you know, you guys are drunk. You need to kind of shit or get off the pot. You know what I mean? Like you guys yeah. are holding everybody up. Yeah. Um, and it was like they started slowing down on purpose. After oh, that, wow. they were leaving like single shot fireball bottles on the T markers. Um, and I just, dude, like the whole back nine, I just couldn't, I just couldn't concentrate. And uh, I would, I would call it. that golf prism. Yeah. Um, I wound up being like five strokes out of the money in the club championship mm. and it, it ruined my weekend. The guy tried to run his mouth after we got back to the clubhouse because. Mm. He said that he didn't appreciate the way that I told them that they were being drunk and slow, you know, got his buddies to hold him back. And I've, I'm just sitting there on my table at the table, scrolling on my phone. So, ignoring, ignoring. You know, yeah. So yeah, to make well, it all worse, I birdied, I birdied 17, which is, um, it's kind of good practice for 17 at Sawgrass in a couple of weeks. Cause it's kind of like an Island green, um, birdied yeah. 17 and then my skin got cut. So, Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> so you, yeah. you almost got your money back. Yeah, almost. Yeah, so I paid. You know, it was it was a hundred bucks to play in the club championship, and if I had a came in second place, I think payout was like a hundred and eighty bucks. I mean, it wasn't a bunch, but still. Would have got you a nice shirt. Yeah. So the first day I shot twenty eight strokes better than the first day of the club championship last year. Well, that so is quite, quite an improvement. I mean, yeah. say, I mean, so, you 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 just picked up the game. Yeah, and I was, you know, there was four flights. I was in the third flight, yeah. and yeah. you know, I was, yeah, I was happy with myself the first day. You know, I made mistakes that you know new golfers would make, but I played pretty solid golf. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited. So, that's I'm, my weekend, man. Yeah, I'm excited for this coming weekend. It's going to be wild. Miami, playing golf on oh, Friday. Man. There's no telling what we're going to get into Friday night. Tacos it's, and tequila. It's yeah. me and two of my buddies. And then Saturday, 12 o'clock, watch the Canes game. Probably going to lose, whatever. Who cares? And then yeah. we might stay and watch uh, – uh, the Bills and uh, the Dolphins Sunday. I don't know. We might stay and watch that. Yeah, if you're feeling good enough. Um, what well, is it? Is it a couple's trip? No, it's just me and two of my buddies. Okay, cool, cool. And so, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic weekend full of uh, uh, food, booze, and football. I mean, I don't see it getting any better. And then the, I guess, two weeks after that, you get to have a bucket list weekend. So your your Can't month, wait. your month, your your month is shaping up. This is a legit month. 
The legit yeah. ones. Yeah, this is I'm a month you will not forget. Yeah, so I, yeah, I've, it's still uh, surreal that we're going down there. It's still crazy to me. I'm still scared shitless. But you yeah, we're you we're gonna get to a point here where every month is a legit month. Every month's yeah. gonna be a legit yeah. month. Cup yeah. cup runneth over. Cup runneth <laughs> over. Oh man, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I um. Yeah, ready to play. I know I reached out. I like tagged uh, like Josh Scobie and Lawrence Tynes on Twitter the other day and was like, this is a perfect time for you guys to meet us at Sawgrass. Lawrence Tynes was like, yeah. it's too expensive. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're two time Super Bowl champion, but it's too expensive. Yeah, He's too just expensive. messing around with me, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he can use one of my rounds, but I don't think he needs it. So, well, I'm excited that you're excited and hooking people up with rounds, especially rounds at places like that is what brings me happiness. So, yeah, I'm just I'm very happy that uh, you guys get to experience it. And uh, it'll be a it'll be a great way. Uh, we haven't actually met in person. We've talked, obviously, many, many times. Our uh, group text goes uh, goes off all day long. It's fun conversations. And, and I, I just think it's going to be a. Hell of a time. I, y'all, I know y'all are buying me dinner once, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Most definitely. And I, mean, I mean that in the nicest way possible. <laughs> y'all don't yeah. have to buy me nothing. But, but, uh, but yeah, it's going to be a fantastic time. And in, in six minutes, Lonto's expecting our call. So yeah. we'll get him on here real soon. And, uh, man, I can't wait for that. It's going to be fantastic hearing from him. He tees off at 744, you said, Jason? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, West Coast time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I for a guy to do that, for a guy to do that, um, <coughs> you know, twelve hours for his tea time is uh, is an extremely, extremely nice gesture, and uh, you know, great dude. He's intense on the golf course, but 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 off the course, he's uh, he, he's uh, he's as dry and hilarious as they come, and yeah. uh, he he really really um, his craft is uh, he does it the right way. He he's very focused. He's very analytical. He's got a great golf swing, great talent, great friend of mine. And uh, I'm just so, so uh, grateful that he, um, man, that's a lot of grace, um, that, that he was willing to do this. Yeah. Will, Will, go ahead and send him a text real quick and tell him that I just invited him to just take his time whenever, whenever he's ready to jump on. Tell him to check his email whenever he's ready. Yeah, I haven't taken a look at it. Um, Nap is a great one. I do know that Stuart Sink is not um, defending because uh, I think his oldest son, yeah, his oldest son is getting married. So that's kind of a baller move. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, looking the mic, the, I was looking through the feature groups for tomorrow, and I was kind of – I was like, man, maybe he's in the feature groups tomorrow, but he wasn't, unfortunately. As in, as in like the PGA Tour Live thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gosh darn it. Um, I low I low key thought the shit I the tour championship happened. I was like, oh, they're they're done for a little bit. I was like, no, that's not oh, dude. I'm about to die for golf, man. It, no, like the, sir. I had the season's been over for like eleven days, man. I'm about to die. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. And then everything. I mean is it am I wrong when I say it's Ryder Cup week? No, next week is Ryder Cup. Yeah. Okay. So it goes Napa, yeah. then Ryder. 
Yeah. Napa Ryder Cup, nice drive, nice five, classic at Sawgrass. Yeah. Oh, which which is also the same weekend of the Sanderson's Farms Championship in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. That I, mean, it, I believe it, Lonto will be at as well. It's a uh, he'll the, be there. So the nice drive, nice five, classic at Sawgrass will be a limited field event. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The purse is like a steak dinner or whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, we we can go we can go ahead and pay that forward. We can go ahead and just pay that out. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure yeah. we know the the winner on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but we it, appreciate Hellman's Mayonnaise for coming on sponsoring the event. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a uh, yeah. I've got Lonto. He's like on my little favorites on the uh, PGA app. Him, Mickelson, of course, lefty, lefty connection there. And then uh, Harry Higgs, because you just got to love the guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Does does he do any buttons on the shirt? I don't. He does he a might, few. He, that, he gets uh, the like the deep V going on. It's, you know, like, you know, at a sternum or so. He said sometimes yeah. it depends on the day. You know, yeah. sometimes yeah. The, the V's a little deeper some days, yeah. you know, when he's feeling it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, he I said, think I think I think maybe less buttons the better he's playing. Yeah. yeah. He said that everybody thinks that he does it to be cool. Uh yeah. but he said that actually he was like, I'm just I'm just a big guy and it's more comfortable. Yeah, that's what yeah, yeah. I've like, seen that too. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Probably gets a little restrictive. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm fairly confident he's gonna be a future guest. I wanna get him on and talk oh, about yeah. Tito's Tito's vodka and whatever else. So which was funny because they're they're uh, the official vodka of the Ryder Cup, which yeah. I think that I think that that should have got Harry Higgs an automatic spot. But really, is is that on his bag? No, he just drinks a lot of it. Yeah, he just he okay. drinks. Yeah, dr- I, I like that the tour is uh, the ga- the gambling thing and and the, and the alcohol thing. They finally finally changed that. Yeah. Yeah, he he just drinks a lot of Tito's and plays before a lot of, it had to be a like Grey Goose um continue. Anyways, before it had to be like collection. It had to be Johnny Walker collection. It had to be Grey right. Goose collection. It had to be like that. But now um it is a uh, it is you Boone's can Farms. Say, you can say Grey Goose vodka. Um, yeah. yeah. So right. yeah. A lot more appealing yeah. to the younger generation. Yeah. Sponsored by MD 2020. Matt. Right. When we return on Nice Drive, we will have our guest, Lonto Griffin. We'll be right back. One point Griffin North. All right, guys. We are back. Nice drive, nice five. We got a very special guest. I'm I'm fired up for this. Like what 12, 11, 12 hours before he tees off. Uh, we got PGA professional, touring professional, Lonto Griffin. What's up, man? What's going on, boys? Good. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. We appreciate it. No, it's not a problem at all. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. No, you're you're the you're the you're the star of the show, and uh, you're more than kind to do this. And we want to highlight your your charity, your foundation, what you're doing for the game. Um, your your um, your ascent to where you are in the game, um, our relationship, um, you know how hard you work to get to where you are, um, how your 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 mindset is now, 
um, you know, your master's experiences, everything. And, and I just want people to know how hard you work to get to where you are and, uh, and, and how you deserve everything that you get. I want everybody to know that yo mama got a car um, out of the deal, her Subaru, her dream car. And, uh, Seen that. and uh, yeah, uh, just uh, want to, you know, just, just great dude. And, uh, and so, you know, Jason, you got any, you got anything else to introduce this, uh, this, this uh, great golfer for us? Uh, that's, that's about it, man. I, I just really appreciate him coming on. I do have a quick question though. If you can, is there any quick story, maybe a funny story that you can share on air about Will? Something that you that you got? I know you guys were roommates at one point, right? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Willie Willie hooked it up for me. I needed I needed a place to live, and Willie was going through, uh, going through a few things, and he asked me to come live with him, and it was like golden opportunity for me. So, you know, Willie's always been, you know when you come out of, of college and you're an average player, like I was and trying to find your way on mini tours, I kind of latched on to Will. Uh, the first uh, mini tour I ever played, I got paired with Will and I could tell his game was just so far advanced from mine. It wasn't even funny. So we ended up practicing a lot together and you know, that was 2010, 2011. So yeah, fast not, forward. Yeah. 10. And, and we played every round for Chipotle bit bowls, by the, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. So fast forward four years, um, Willie asked me to caddy for him. No, actually, you know what? I asked Willie if I could caddy for him at the Greenbrier. Because uh, you got an exemption he, two years prior. Yeah, just because we, we, we had a, a – he's like a dad to me. Stu's got a cabin there. And I was like, Willie, just, you know, if you can give your guy one week off, I'll caddy for you. We can stay at my, my buddy's cabin. We can have a great time. And, you know, most of the time – you know, if Willie asked me that now, if I had to like tell my caddy right now, like, Hey dude, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to use my buddy for a week. It, it'd be hard to ask him, you know, right. just cause that's his livelihood. So Willie was, you know, Willie believed in me to carry his bag for a week, which was cool as can be. And, and, uh, so in a long story short, I had, a, I had $176 in my bank account. I missed six straight cuts on the e-golf tour, the mini tour. And yeah, I was down in the dumps and, I went up and caddied for Willie and uh, at the Greenbrier and he long story short, he finished fourth and made 227,000. He cut me a check for 17,000, which is exactly what he would have paid his regular caddy. And when, when you have a, when you have a buddy come in, you, you know, a lot of times you don't even pay him the normal amount. You just, you know, it's a, it's a friend thing, you know, you yeah. cut him a couple K, but you know, Willie threw me, it was over 17,000. He paid me on the spot and it was life changing. 100% life changing. I was, I was in, you know, I had $176 on a bank account, but every credit yeah. card was maxed out. I had student loans. I had car, you know, I had car debt. I had, you know, I was living at home with my mom. It was, it was a bad situation for me. More so now where I'm at now, I can look back and be like, holy cow, I can't believe I could even pull the club back being that, that far in debt and, and that broke. And, and the funny, the funny thing is, you know, Willie would get to the course 45 minutes before his tee time. He would hit, you know, 20, 30 balls. He wouldn't stretch. He wouldn't do anything that <laughs> most of the tour guys do. We'd go to the putting green and he'd sit there. I vividly remember this at the Greenbrier. He was like, he's like, dude, check my putting out. Like, I got no idea what I'm doing. I'm so fucking lost. And then all of a sudden he hits one putt. And he's like, hold on a second. And he hits another one. He's like, no, nah, I got it. And he has a third one. Makes it. He's like, all right, all right, let's go to the tee. Like, I'm like, what, 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 what is happening? He, he never practiced after the round. And, you know, I tell everybody that week, he literally didn't hit a bad shot. So most weeks, 
I'll hit four or five shots where I'm just like, I can't believe you're a professional golfer. You know, <laughs> I, I like to call myself a 12 handicap when I do that. But looking back on that <laughs> week. I'm a 12 handicap, so I know how that yeah, goes. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel great. Uh, but Willie, like, it's just a strike show. It's just a natural ball striker. And, you know, his putting wasn't, you know, his strength. But that week at the Greenbrier, I looked back on it, and I was like, if, if I putted for Willie, I bet he would have won by five. Um, yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, and, you know, Angel Cabrera won that week. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in, a little, he's in a little bit of trouble now. But Angel, you know, from a golf standpoint, he's a legend. Yeah. Um, I love Angel. Yeah. Off the course, don't necessarily agree with what he's done. But, yeah, it was, it was really cool that, you know, Willie let me get inside the ropes. I learned a ton. I learned I was trying way too hard. I was trying to be perfect. And, and then a couple of months later, he had me caddy twice in the uh, – at the time, it was the web.com finals. Now it's Corn Ferry. But, right. um, and then one really funny story there. We were on the third hole, I think, on Saturday. And there's a back left pin at uh, River Run in Charlotte. And, you know, if you're short, there's a huge tier. It comes all the way down. Just long, it's not that bad. It's just like an easy chip or you can even put it from the fairway. So, Willie flags a wedge off a downhill ball below his feet one hopped over which really wasn't in a bad spot and willie was just like god are you fucking kidding me and i'm like dude you're fine you're fine that's a good that's a good message. and then he looked at me he's like don't ever tell me that i'm fine okay i'm pessimistic that's how i play that's how i play my best golf don't tell me i'm fine i'm not fine i was like lesson 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 learned never gonna tell willie he's fine and he went on to stripe it he played with Daniel Berger and Tony Finau that day and wow. his ball striking wow. was his ball striking was just as good as both of them but um yeah that was you know Berger really shot like four or five over that day yeah I think I think you beat him but that 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 day was also really really good for me to see let's hope Berger has a good week next week yeah no kidding yeah. I, I think I, I agree with Strick uh Kevin Nall would have been a good pick and yeah. Patrick Reed is obviously great for Ryder Cup but Daniel Berger's he's he's stone cold too. He's he's got all the confidence in the world, and I, he, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with him having a putt to win the Ryder Cup. I, I think he can handle it. No I doubt. read something somewhere that said that he was like, um, you know, he was like maybe like he didn't even have a whole lot of the technical knowledge, like the crazy technical knowledge that a lot of other golfers do. Um, which is you in, know, which is incredible. It, like he they're just like okay these are the clubs you need and he's like all right and then he goes and hits them <laughs> you know it's, it, look, was, it looks yeah. like he's hitting a slap shot because his dad was the top 10 tennis player in the world and i think he's now wow. still the usta president yeah wow yeah, so, so if um, you look at no but if you look at guys like daniel if you look at guys like daniel berger willie wilcox willie's in that that boat jim furick you know these guys with really unique swings if you slow them down and look at from parallel to parallel basically at impact you know, they look like Tiger Woods. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's that's really the that's the most important part in the golf swing. And, and, and Berger, if you if you take his swing in full motion, you're like, what the hell did I just watch? But if you slow it down and look at impact, it's it's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you told us that story about um, not saying he's fine because we're playing uh, we're playing TPC in like two weeks. So yeah, we're playing now, sawgrass in two weeks. Yeah, sawgrass. Nice. So, nice. so, so every shot he hits, I'm just gonna tell him that's a, that suck. was a shitty shot, Will. That sucked. Yeah. 
Uh, well, so, I mean, honestly, yeah. if you guys if you guys have a match, you might just tell him like if he hits in the water on seventeen, just be like, "Yo, Will, you're fine there. You're good. Don't worry." You'll hit a better shot on the next one. Don't worry oh. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve. Chin, chin up, bud. You're fine. Yeah, you're yeah. fine. Yeah, and I'll probably break the club and try to cut him with it. Probably, <laughs> probably. So, so I, while we're talking about sawgrass, let me get this out of the way, and then we'll move on to something else. So, like I told these guys earlier. Um, humble brag and, and please hold your applause. It's it's no big deal. It's no big deal whatsoever. But I, I broke a hundred uh this past weekend. <laughs> Congrats. See that? Oh man. That's See what that? I said. Yeah. I, I, I I'm I'm loving it. So um I broke a hundo. So one two part question. One is what advice can you give me for playing sawgrass? Because I'm just mind blown. And the second question is I know it's completely random, but give me a percentage. Like what percentage do you think that I will be able to hit the green on 17? Like 5%, 10%? Yeah. Well, I can tell you one thing. You're not going to break hundred at sawgrass. Oh no, uh, no, absolutely not. Yeah. No. That's it's, my the good goal. Thing about, yeah. The good thing about sawgrass is, is every hole is really, really good. Uh, Pete Dias is a masterpiece. And the, the cool thing about sawgrass is, majority of the holes have trouble have water on them and you actually want to be the closer you are to the trouble the better angle you have in the greens so if you bail out uh, seven's a good man. yeah so seven's a good example you know if you hug down the left side even if you're in the fairway bunker the fairway bunker is better than the right side away from the water same thing on five same thing on eight basically is the biggest one yep yep exactly so i think it's one of the best golf courses in the world um that i've played from a from an architectural like course setup, just it's an absolute masterpiece. So I would probably tell you to drink as much as you can before because it's Ooh. gonna absolutely destroy you. Love it. And seven <laughs> and seventeen you have I don't know what kind of iron player you are, but it's it's 130 yards. If oh. you aim at the middle of the green, I'm gonna give you maybe a thirty percent chance if it's a normal, you know, normal shot, but you're gonna be so nervous I'd I'd probably bring it down to around ten. You're gonna have to get lucky. Okay. All right. So yeah. we're we're gonna film it. Obviously, we're gonna film it, and uh, I'm gonna get Will to send you send you the clip. Now, hey, Will, have you ever played 17 at Sawgrass? Uh, <laughs> a, a couple times. Yeah, I, I I do recall one time where I I, I hit it close one time. Yeah, well, yeah, like I saw how, it. How, how close was it? Um, like zero that, that footage. You know, we we couldn't find it for a minute, and then, but then the crowd they, they kind of told us so they, it, 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 it went in. It went in. It went in the hole. It went in the hole. And that, <laughs> that ball went in. Oh my god! That was one of the best celebrations. One of the best celebrations I've ever seen. The announcer and said, "Someone is going to get injured." That was yeah, the best part. Yeah. <laughs> but the the fact that you were able to show that emotion. uh is how every player that ever like if if any other player made the hole in one there if if they had like the ability to show that emotion they would that's how excited anybody would be yeah. but what did you do what did you do on the next tee shot because you have to kind of you make a hole in one on the most famous par three in the world and then you have the hardest tee shot on pretty much any closing hole in the world coming up after that yeah, well, I was shaking violently. Um, I happened to have a couple hundred dollar bills in my pocket, in my pocket, in my golf bag. Uh, my friends, uh, Brett Wilford and a couple other guys, 
were on the side of the tee. I went over there, handed them a couple of hundred dollar bills and said, y'all go buy beers for everybody That's that amazing. you can see. Um, <laughs> and then, and so I set up, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm probably aiming in the middle of 16 fairway. Um, and uh, you know that shot that Justin Thomas has been hitting, that low hook? Yeah. Um, yeah, love that shot. Love that shot. So I was thinking that was my plan. I was expecting to hit this heel goodbye. Um, but I ended up actually kind of getting on top of it and somehow turning it over. I still missed the fairway right. That's how far right I was aiming. And I hooked it. And uh, so <laughs> wow. I ended up, and, and you know, you know, Lonto, when you can run out of room and you'll be behind those trees. And so I get up there and I'm in the pine straw. So I have to aim at the water, the pins middle right over those bunkers. So I always got the worst angle ever. I've got 172 pin and I'm just trying to hit a low slice and run it up there and just anywhere on dry ground is great. Um, And I actually hit the best punch cut ever to 50 feet. And it was, it was, it was, you know, it was almost as good as the hole in one. I mean, it was so, no, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, to to make that ball roll out to pin high was ridiculous. And and then I get up there and two putt it. I par number one. I birdie number two. And I go par par par. They blow the horn. I'm in sixth place. And then then at that point, I you know, I was always a uh, very very positive player. Ha. Um, I, I try. Ah. If I got to the if I got to the point where I could bogey in and still make the cut, then I was chilling. And uh, <laughs> so at that point, at that point, I could. Which Lonto laughs because Lonto's always going for that. You know, he's he's not a cut hugger. He, you know, when you no, no, cuts, no, 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 no. You taught me. You you taught me that because I, I can tell you a story in Alabama, Corn Ferry event. I'm struggling in the beginning of the year this is 2019 so i'm on the back nine on sunday i have like a one shot lead playing with playing against robbie shelton another fellow alabama boy yeah, and I, I couldn't stop i couldn't off. stop yeah i couldn't stop thinking about your mindset of you know i was like i can bogey the last five holes and still top 10 and then i like i made a couple pars and there was three holes left and i was like i can double bogey the last three holes and make and still finish top 10 and then of course i get to 18 and i'm like I'm one back, and if I make bogey, I still finish solo second. Best feeling in the world. And, and, and keep card. Yeah, and then I, I made birdie and got in the playoff and ended up winning. But your mindset, you know, that's something I think about a lot. Your mindset of, like, you know, bringing expectations down and freeing yourself up. Like, if you are if you have four holes left on Friday and you're like, I'm four shots in front, I can bogey the last four. It doesn't mean you, like, it doesn't mean you want to bogey the last four. But right. – whatever you can do in your mind to kind of trick yourself into being like you have a cushion, you're good. Everything's fine. It actually frees me up to where I can actually be more aggressive and, you know, kind of, you know, kind of play better. So yeah, that, that was, that's, that's actually something else you taught me. So yeah, I'm absolutely not what you just said. I'm, I'm definitely have more of the mindset that you have, but it, it works. Um, so that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I never, I always, I always figured you for a guy that's like, I'm out here to win this tournament. Cause I used to, mm. I used to always laugh. I, guys are like, I'm out here to win every week. And I'm like, cause you've missed the last eight cuts. <laughs> yeah. And I, I spent seven years on mini tours. So it'd be a little unrealistic to, I mean, if you think about the PJ tour this week, there's 156 guys. So if you can imagine an NFL team or NBA team going 155 and 0 in a season, it'd be the greatest thing that's ever happened. So, you right, know, yeah. beating beating everybody in one week is really hard. 
you have to play really well. You have to get a ton of good breaks. Yeah, everything has to go your way. If you're Tiger, if you're John Rahm, now Patrick Cantley, Spieth, JT. I mean, that's it's different. It'd be like Michael Jordan playing one on one against you know another top tier player in the NBA. Yeah, he could beat everybody. But when you're a normal human being, you kind of have to. You know, obviously you want to win. That's the goal. But you know, fifth place, like, like Kisner said, like why do you show up if 20th is the best you can do? Cause 20th pays pretty well. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. When, when you, when you won the Houston open um, on that back nine, uh, did you, did you have a similar mindset then? So this was in 2019, right? Houston open. Yeah. 2019. yeah you, you know what? I got off to a really good start. The first four events, I finished, you know, 13th, 11th, 17th and 18th. So going into, it was, it was my fifth week in a row playing Houston I and really I didn't. You, you said how exhausted you were. I was I was exhausted. I didn't even want to play because when you're playing well, when when you make the cut every week, four weeks in a row, and you're in, like somewhat in contention, nervous, it takes way more out of you. But I was like, you know, at Houston, I didn't I didn't love the course, but I was playing well, and a lot of the guys on tour were going to CJ Cup in South Korea, so it was a little bit of a weaker field, but it still had a seven and a half million dollar purse. So I was like, yeah. this is this too good of an opportunity not to not to play in so uh i went and played and i think i shot six under the first day you know kind of you know chilling the second day i think i was four under through maybe 14 and or 13 and we had a we had weather too so they called it for friday so i had to come back and finish my second round on saturday morning early it was cold windy and i finished bogey par bogey double and i go from like fourth place to 18th and I was just like, get me home. I just, I, I just want to go home. I haven't been home in forever. And, and uh, I went out on Saturday and wow. I shot 65 on Saturday. And I went from 18th to having a one-shot lead. And I was like, you know what? You Must know, have been this... playing pretty damn tough. It was. No, it was windy and it was windy and cold. And, you know, that golf course isn't – it's one of the – it was one of the best golf courses on the PGA Tour. Um you know, there's a lot of holes that are uncomfortable at the golf club of Houston. So Saturday night I was tired and normally you'd hit balls after the round, but I, was, I just told my caddy, I was like, you know what, we're hitting it good. Everything feels good. And let's just go, let's go home and go to bed. I, I ate Chipotle every single night that week, literally like <laughs> five or six nights in a row. Love it was it. near my hotel. And uh, nice. so, yeah, I mean, we, we came out Sunday and the weird thing is Sunday, Saturday night. I mean, I was a little bit nervous, but I, I felt oddly calm. I think it was because I got off to a good start the first, you know, first four events, and and I uh, came out on Sunday and just I slept ten hours Saturday night, and it was wow. It was on. It, I, I I had that little whoop bracelet on, and it literally was like nine hours and fifty seven minutes of sleep. I was like ninety four percent recovered, and yeah, that's ridiculous. for some reason, yeah, it gave me it gave me confidence and. I went out on set on Sunday and I, I birdied the first hole, made like a six footer, I birdied three, birdied five. And it was just one of those things where I, I, I felt oddly comfortable. I actually made myself nervous because I wasn't nervous on the back nine. Cause I, the putt I, on I, I 16 really, though, the putt on 16. Yeah. No, I told my caddy I, I'd missed. It was weird. It's usually my putting that saves me. And that day I was, I was hitting it really nice. And uh, I had some really good looks on the back nine, missed, Missed two or three putts inside 12 feet. And I got on 16, tugged a nine iron like crazy left. And I had 30, I think it was 33 feet. And 
my caddy was started reading and I'm like, I got it. I was like, it's cup out. And I was like, I'm going to make it. I never say oh, things like uphill. that. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little pessimistic too. I, I don't like saying things like that, but I was like, dude, I got it. I'm going to make it. And like 10 feet out, I was like, holy shit, this is dead center. And I didn't, I didn't fist bump the whole week, but I started, I actually pulled a Kevin on and walked that one in. And oh. It was just one of those, it was one of yes. those things where it's just kind of like, this feels, this feels like I'm going to win. And I, I don't think I've ever really felt that way, but yeah, I got up on 17 and a really hard tee shot and pumped it down the middle and made a solid par and an 18. Even really, harder I had shot. a even harder um, tee shot. In that week, uh, 18 at 18 that week was the hardest par four on the PGA Tour that entire year. Is I think it played it in like out of the left. Point. It was dead end, just a dead end, 490, dead in the wind. And Ew. I yeah, no, I aimed it. I aimed it right. You know, I, I kind of told my caddy, I was like, just just inside the bunker. I hit a cut, and that into the wind with water all left is, you know, my main goal off that tee shot was like, if if I can keep this on dry land, I'm gonna finish solo second or at least top four and i'm gonna keep my card i'll have my card locked up in the first five events yeah and, yeah so i hit it dead straight just murder to drive but the downside is i aimed at the bunker um yeah. but it flew the bunker because i hit it solid and i think i had like 190 200 flag but it was a jumper lie into the wind i hit nine iron from like 195 into the wind yeah, like sixty feet and two putted. So it was, it was a weird feeling. I, I couldn't get, I couldn't get a gust out of my mind from the shuttle. There's a shuttle from seventeen to eighteen, and it's one of those things where you're thinking about it. You're like, if I par this hole, I'm going to be in the Masters, and that's not really what you want to think about when you're, you know, <laughs> yeah. trying to win your first PJ Tour event right. on the hardest part four on the PJ Tour. But I, I kind of, I kind of shoved it out of my mind until I had a, I had a six footer to win, and. Literally, that's what I was thinking about when I pulled the putter back. I was like, "This goes in. You're in Augusta." And it, which is, which was, is, if you talk was, to Bob Rotella, he'd say, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, you know what? My the other thing, the the my mental coach that I work with, Greg Carr, and he's always he always tells me he's like, "Thoughts don't matter. Like, if you have a negative thought, like which that is a negative thought, is you know they don't matter. It doesn't mean yeah, anything. it's just so in the wind. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I just kept telling myself like I couldn't stop thinking about it, but then at the same time I was like, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Uh, was it was it a straight putt? It was dead straight, but it was dead in the grain on Bermuda. So it was one of those putts <laughs> where I'd been putting well that whole week. Besides that back nine, but after making the one on sixteen, I felt like you know my stroke felt good. So I was like, just hit it solid. If you hit it solid, it's going to go in dead straight, six footer up the hill. And, and I look up and it's just dead center in the hole. And I was like, this, this can't be real right now. And it was, yeah, so. I was, wild, uh, I, I was down in St. Croix and, uh, I was watching it, um, with, with my, uh, with my lady friend and, and I, I was kissing the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt it. I mean, that, it, that's kind of what I felt like. It's surreal. It, it literally felt like I just won. I, I, I could not handle the emotion. I cried. I mean, I, I literally was, I was so, so happy. And all I could think about was Double D and all those guys at Orange Tree getting mad about you making swimming pool size divots on the back of that range and, and you just hitting balls and you just, just practicing and practicing and practicing. And then you were up every day at 5.30 a.m., 
And some days you'd give yourself the day off and start at 6 a.m. Good for you. And, uh, and, and uh, I just, I'll just never forget how hard you worked. And uh, you were at Gold's Gym. You're drinking green smoothies. You know, everybody, I mean, I, I remember people mocking you about, about, you know, what is Lonto doing on the back of this range? Like, he's been there all day. And I'm like, dude, this guy is the real deal. Like, I don't know what y'all think or, or whatever, but, and I know y'all are enjoying your parties until 2 a.m., but this guy's doing it right. And, 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 and I, I always, always, always believe that you're the best. And, and when you caddied for me those three or four times, I, I, I don't think I ever beat you once. And, and I was playing good golf. And, and I just, I'll just never forget, you know, I'm like, I'm playing with a guy who kicks my ass on on wednesday and and then we go and do well in the tournament i'm like if this isn't a sign that this guy's really really good i mean i don't know what that what is because at the time i was playing great golf so so i mean you know you, you get your butt kicked by your damn caddy and uh you know, just, it, it was, you know to tell people that you are my caddy is such a surreal thing and 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 i'm just so happy for you and and, and your highest world ranking was what like 49 48 or did you get up above yeah. that no, 40, 49 was it. Yeah. Do you yeah. um do that's you, amazing. Do you pay attention to that or do you just kind of, is it just one of those things? Uh you you pay attention to it when you're playing well and then when you're right. not playing well you you don't check it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, it. I mean I just, just be, being honest. Yeah, no that's that's kind of how that works, sense. but you know at the end of the day I mean there's <clears throat> the way I look at it I think Willie would agree there's you know when you're watching the NBA or the NFL like you're paying attention to Tom Brady, LeBron James, like the best players in the world. Right. But what you don't you don't see are the thousands and thousands of guys in the D League and, and Arena League football and Canadian League or guys that don't even get drafted. And those guys are athletes. They're good. It's no different in like music, golf. I mean, there's so many people that that are, that are really really good and that would love to just be on the PJ Tour, just have a record label, just be on an NFL team. So it's it's cool to. You know, it's, it's cool to be one of those guys that kind of played many tours for a long time, made it out. I always looked up to Willie. I always thought Willie and there's one of our buddies, Jim Renner. Like, I played with them at, at Orange Street all the time, and and I was just like, they're gods. I mean, they're so much better than me. I don't see any way I could ever beat them. And now to be on the PJ Tour where they were when I was on the mini tours, it's, it's, I, I, don't, I don't take it for granted. I definitely look back and, and – and think kind of it's, it's surreal for me being out here now and and not seeing Willie because it's when I was caddying for him I was like this guy's gonna be on Ryder Cups he's gonna win five ten times he's gonna be you know he's gonna be a top twenty player in the world that's how freaking good a ball striker both of them were especially yeah. Willie and uh, yeah just, I, I, I wish just, we were out there playing money games on Tuesdays man I really do it just uh, it did it didn't work out but just the fact that I was there. And I was able to help you out when you needed help and, you know, letting you, you know, whatever, you know, it just, I, I, I learned a lot from you at the time. Uh, you know, you never casted stones. You never, you never came down on me for doing the dumb shit that I did. that got me suspended. You never, you were no, always I needed there you. for me. I needed, I needed you. <laughs> you know, I needed, I mean, well, you were always a good friend of me, but you also, I also looked up to you as like, you were a mentor. You're also, I mean, you, you, you opened a lot of doors for me. So I always wanted to just be supportive and, and, and at the same time, we we're really good friends. So like, yeah, yeah you, you had some, you had some stuff happening in your life that 
was unfortunate and, and anything I could do to be there and, and try and help you get through it was, you know, was a no brainer. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I listened to, um, I heard the, the story that you told us, um, about having $176 in your bank account. Um, I heard that story on another podcast, um, you know, quite a while back. And I mean, that's like, like me, you know, having no skin in the game, just a guy that, you know, that watches, you know, golf on Thursdays, you know what I mean? Like right. I'm not a, I'm not a weekend fan, you know, like, you know, I generally, generally, you know, like genuinely love the game. Um, you know, I mean, that's emotional stuff. Like golf changes people's lives. Um, 100%. and it's, uh, I mean, it's just great that, you know, I for one will never get tired of hearing stories like that. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's a dead on, it's yeah. a dead honest truth. There's no exaggeration in that. It was, you know, I was at my absolute end. I was like, I'm tired of begging for money. I'm tired of having to ask friends to, you know, give me money to play in a couple more events. It was, it was yeah. kind of near the end. And uh, weren't you thinking yeah. about getting a job? Dude, you remember, you remember you were, you were like, if I get my card back, I was like, and, and you want to caddy for me full time. If you don't get through Q school, the job's yours. You told me that. And I went to Q school that year after missing six cuts in a row on mini tours before caddying for you. And I ended up getting the final stage and getting conditional web. But if I hadn't made it through Q school, I was hundred percent, you know, when you get a check for 17 grand for carrying a bag for four days. Yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, I was close to being your full-time caddy. Um, and that's no exaggeration at all. I was, you know, when you're living at home, when you're 27, 28 with your mom in the summer and renting a, tiny bedroom in a friend's house in Orlando and you can't afford to go on a date or anything is, you know, it's okay when you're 22, 23, but when you're 27, 28, you're kind of like, where, you know, where's my life going? I, I practice 10, 10 hours a day. I go to the gym, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not seeing any, you know, any success out of it. So, yeah, you know, it was, yeah. that was, that was life. I mean, hundred percent life-changing week there at the Greenbrier. Yeah, yeah and so, you, you, could, you could have easily just taken full credit, and you've always been uh, very uh, generous to, to give me credit. But, uh, Jason, it sounds like you had a question. Fire away, brother. That was, that was Brent. Um, so, was also, Brent. Sorry, being a, you know, a, a guy addicted to golf who watches golf on Thursdays, um, so you read random, you know, facts about golfers, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on – golf digest you know wherever uh people get their golf news from um i read something i can't remember how long ago it was but um it said that you had never eaten red meat is that true yeah so i I grew up my parents were i'd call them hippies We, we i was born in northern california and we grew up my dad owned a or my parents owned a health food store and we just we never we never ate meat growing up so i was probably vegetarian until i was 12 and then we started eating chicken and and fish and and just it was one of those things where you like you have a knife you have enough vices whatever it may be soda candy whatever it may be like you really don't need another one i mean when you've never eaten bacon cheeseburgers and you know whatever it is you know you're probably better off not starting um so that's kind of been my mindset i I have nothing against it you had a little bit of steak a couple of years back, right? I had a bite of steak on New Year's uh, down in Palm Beach. But, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. This is 
this is the truth. I, I do eat pepperoni every once in a while on pizza. So don't, hopefully my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. So. <laughs> dude, dude, I'm yeah. texting your mom right after this. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling. I just like, like the, wow, that is crazy, man. So I love steak. Um, Most people do. Yeah. I don't, I'm sure I would I'm, too. I'm not a big drinker. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't have a whole lot of, you know, crazy vices or anything, but I would almost feel that if I had never eaten steak before and I tried a bite, it would be like crack. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I would be completely that's, addicted. That's exactly why I haven't got into it. Just because I know it'd be like, I got to make up for lost time and I'm just going to eat, yeah. you know, three cheeseburgers every day and steaks and I'm just going to blow up. And, right. You know, God, well, that's awesome look. though, man. I mean, you've, you know, you've, um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, apparently at this point, you know, I mean, you're a grown man, make great money. You can do what you want to do. And the fact that you've stuck to your guns yeah. and just kind of, you know what I mean? That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, a lot of people, I, I got made fun of all through high school. All my buddies would always be like, you know, this, you want to bite? It's amazing. Uh, you know, every single day. So I'm used to it. I'm used to people not getting it. And I, I totally understand. I don't disagree with them. I'm like, I know it's crazy, but you know, it's just the way it is. So. Yeah. yeah I, I, to be a hundred percent honest with you, I'm not a huge meat guy. Um, I mean, of course I eat, you know, the random hamburger, bacon, whatever. And I do like a good steak, but, um, you know, I, 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 for one, I don't have to have meat with every meal. I wouldn't have to, I'm not a, you know, quote unquote steak and potatoes guy every, yeah. every meal. So I get and it. For a Southern guy, that's interesting. It, it's weird how if you don't drink nobody really asks you, why don't you drink? But if you don't eat meat or you don't eat mayonnaise, yeah. or you don't eat yeah. this or that, Nobody goes, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like alcohol is a thing where people, you know what I mean? They just kind of let it go. But if it's a food thing, they're like, come on, man. Have a body steak with us. It's just just one of those interesting conundrums in life. And, 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 you know, Lonto's really stuck to his guns. And and his work ethic was freaking insane. I was so impressed. And uh, I thought I was a John Daly type, but turns out I'm not. Here I am in a, in a camper. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to be in this camper, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I just uh, you know, I really think uh, Lonto is going to be out there for a very very long time, and uh, and yeah, Absolutely. yeah. What, what, what's your time looking like, Lonto? Are you about ready to hit the hay, or, or what's up? No, we're in Cali, dude. We're about to go get dinner in a little bit, but I will say Ooh. one thing, uh, guys. Guys out here, obviously, everybody on the PJ tour knows Willie. And they all ask me, they're like, what's Willie up to now? I'm like, yeah, dude, he's, he's, he's not playing. He's going to take a break. And they're like, oh, he'll be back. I was like, yeah, there's no doubt. Like yeah. Willie, like we yeah. haven't talked about this. We haven't talked about this before, but there is no question in my mind in the next two years, you're going to be back at Q-Ski, uh, giving it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Just get, just get those batteries, get that love Recharged. to the game, energized. Yeah. yeah, no, there's, there's no doubt. You can disagree with me all you want but in about a year from now you're going to miss you're going to miss the competition and you're going to miss seeing my face on tuesday so i fully expect to see you out here the first Uh, question i asked him and and i I miss maya a lot too is miss maya doing well she's looking at me right now she literally just walked outside yeah hey maya hey maya well uh maya just put a big smile on her face and she said hey will she she wants you to come visit us I would love to, and uh, if anybody know Maya uh, is a uh, fantastic gal. Uh, Lonto hit a home run. She's a lawyer. She is uh, not your average tour, uh, you know, a wife, wife and girlfriend uh, thing. She is a uh, 
very successful lady and uh it's so cool that she can work remotely and travel with lonto and uh they're an awesome, awesome. team and, I, and i'm just yeah. i just couldn't be any happier for them yeah well uh we'll let you go here in a minute lonto i, I do want to say i uh i understand why you're not playing with us you got a lot more important things to do <laughs> but i am sad that you aren't playing tpc sawgrass with us later this month well, I never got the invite to start, so what? I didn't know you guys were even Will. playing before we got on this podcast. So, Will. I invited you. Um, I invited if you. I'm don't in town, lie. You said I told Will literally come down, hang out, play golf anytime. It's Sawgrass is an incredible spot. Will. So we'll have to make it happen. Will the, the person I invited you. You said you'd be in Jacksonville. I mean Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Yeah, the purse at the Nice Drive Nice Five Classic at Sawgrass is probably not going to be as good as it is. Not as good. Not as yeah. good. Yeah, so. yeah, and 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 there will be no Masters exemption, and and Lonto's going to be hitting the Missile Seas. Is, is it is it Jack, Jackson Country Club again? Yeah, and Sanderson. I love that place. I love it little. So small, uh, there's a little taco spot in Jackson, and they give you a they give you a big green egg too, which is incredible. Ooh. Jackson's one of my favorite little spots for sure. Well, that's awesome. Gonna, we'll all definitely gonna, have to get together and play sometime. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, hashtagging uh, Lonto Griffin raise the rooster. Um, so <laughs> I, I really I really hope uh, the odds are good on you, and I want to see that two iron in your hands on almost every hole. I hope it doesn't rain because if like, that place is firm, that two iron is gonna be a weapon. It's yeah. gonna be a weapon this week, and Napa's Napa's firm and fast, so. Yeah, I'm gonna be seeing it out there this week. Hopefully, so. Is there any uh, smoke? No, no. It's it's the air is clear and Napa is beautiful, but it's it's dry. Greens are gonna get crusty. I'm gonna predict 15, 16 under wins this week. So wow. So you think the cut will be around par? Yeah, I'd probably say one or two under. This place, Silverado, always gets firm. It's firm now, but I think by Saturday and Sunday, it's gonna get that kind of crusty little purplish and yeah, just don't so don't don't short side yourself yeah. i know three guys here that'll be rooting for you this weekend man yeah this is well yeah that's a, that's another thing i I've, I've yet to mention it is nice drive nice five is now the official like lonto griffin fan club podcast you're welcome on anytime you want to come on and shoot the shit with us well hot damn i appreciate that boy yeah man well, she's dang well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a little something going with golf down in Alabama and, and junior golf in general. So, whatever y'all are doing to help junior golf down there is awesome, and and I appreciate the support. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Lonto, dude, uh, you and I have a great dinner. Have a great week. I'm pulling for you every single swing. Uh, Willie and Spirit is there for you. And uh, Russell Knox even mentioned me coming out there to loop. So. Uh, I might be able to see you this fall at, a, at an event. I hope, oh. you, uh, I hope I get the call. Well, I'm going to give you a call, too, down the road. So, if you want to come out and loop, it's uh, we'll make it happen. That'd be freaking sweet. Well, anyways, y'all y'all enjoy your dinner. Enjoy Napa. Enjoy the PGA Tour. Enjoy No Key and uh, that, that's um, that, that's a little inside joke between me and Lonto. We we didn't call it Q School. We called it Q School. Um, <laughs> give him, and, uh, give him, give him, give him five thousand dollars. That boy's ready for keys. Key. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh no! Hey, 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 hey! Sign him up. Sign him up. Damn. Oh, but God. all right, Good man. Time. All right, Lonte. We appreciate you jumping on, and hanging out with us, man. 
Yeah, man. Good luck this week. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Talk soon. Peace out, brothers.